big episode of the Northeast Podcast. The Vikings lose their Iron Man, Kirk Cousins. We debate the Wilfs and the job they've done with the Vikings. And the Timberwolves get off to an up-and-down start. Here we go. podcast i'm eric i'm here with jim how's it going oh so good man it's how been a while it's been yeah. a while well how was london london was great how was paris fucking awesome yeah it's so funny that we were both in europe but did not cross paths or try yeah we were never scheduled to different yeah, right i mean that would have been a big change of plans yes i agree but yeah good times were had by all hopefully uh, you really enjoyed your trip and i feel like everyone definitely missed their best friends here at the northeast podcast well i missed them and i missed you and i missed recording and uh what's your rotten tomato score on on london um london is one of the best places in the world it's okay. one of the great cities of the world i think it's like a 96 city it's pretty strong pretty strong um, I was ready to give Paris a 95, a minus two for dog poop on the sidewalks. Okay. Yeah. No, That's I, it. I love uh, Paris and London are really similar to me. And I know like people who, uh, some people like think that's blasphemy, but I don't, mm-hmm. I think they're like both incredible cities of the world. Yeah. Clean, accessible to everybody. Great public transportation, good cuisine, especially in Paris. Yeah. They speak mm-hmm. English though. In good uh, art everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Original art, at least in in France, stolen art in England, but still. I would say the the, the hardest thing about uh, being away though was like so many big things happened that I was like, damn, people need our takes. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> and then I couldn't even. You can't stream shit there. None of your streaming services work. Yeah, your, you can't even access your DVR. So I was out there reading books. Wow, like it was the fucking 18th century dog. Okay, it was nice though. That's, That's awesome. Cute. But here, dude, we got weeks and weeks worth of takes saved up. Can't wait to get to them. Um, I just need so many of your thoughts on big, important sports topics. Okay, well, before we do that, we need everyone to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Cool. Thank you. Also, what are we drinking here, Jim? Dude, I, well, you picked up some Fair State, which we always love. Yeah. And this one they're calling the appearance of favoritism, which um, as a middle child, I'll know a little bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, dude, it's got mango. It's got citrus. I like it. It's I think it's really good. Frozen fresh hop hazy IPA, baby. I really like it. It is really good. Wow. I think it's one of my favorite beers I've had in a while. We should remember it for the Nordies mm-hmm. because I actually genuinely like this one and we always forget. I like the fresh really, hop really beers like. a lot, too. Me too. I think they're delicious. Like I just, it's one of the best times of year for for beer. I can't wait. I love all fresh hops, and I forgot that that's what this meant. This yeah. is the first I've had this year. Okay, so uh, here we go. Okay, lots to talk about. First up, um, R.I.P. to Bob Knight. Yeah, Bob Knight. Um, just known for throwing a chair in my mind because like choking a just player. My t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Pricing the N word. Being a just a massive. I don't asshole. like this dude. Okay. I don't feel that bad that he died. All right. And he wasn't that old, was he? He was 82. Oh, that's pretty He was old. just kind of a trash person. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that I this think he guy. kind of gave sports a bad name for a long time. I think he did too. I think he was bad for sports. I think, like, I think he was, like, the dying part of, like, an old generation of, like, how we treated young people. Okay. Especially Ooh. how we treated young men. And so, to me, wow. I think that Bob Knight sucks. And 
I think that I hate making excuses for people's bad behavior because they're old. Right. Because you know it's wrong to belittle people and swear at people and choke people and throw things. Like, everyone knows that's wrong. But mm-hmm. we, like, gave this dude a pass because he's, like, a good Passionate. basketball coach yeah. in Indiana. Like, fuck that guy. Okay. I don't like Bob Knight. Don't feel sad. I, I never really did either. Yeah. I mean, if anything, like Chandler, we should feel more a lot bad more bad about that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that I think people deserve to die. I mean, there are people who do, but like not Bob Knight. Yeah, and I feel bad for his family. Maybe like, but like the creator <sighs> of Friends, but not the star. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, I just think not that you fault. don't. Everyone doesn't get to be celebrated. Like I kind of think that. And okay. like I think if you do trash stuff, then I don't really want to spend a bunch of time with people trying to tell me that actually you were like a teddy bear deep down. I like that. All right. Well, then let's stop giving him any time. I mean, on. may he rest in peace, though. All right. So next up, Bud Light is back. <laughs> yeah, baby. Bud Light's back. The cognitive dissonance that people are going to have to come up with on this one. Uh, it's officially sponsoring UFC. It's the this official is, beer. This is so funny to me. And it's just, and you know what? It just means that, like, business is going to take over. The people are going to have to get used to it. They're going to be back. They're, you know, too big to fail. So Too big to fail. And also, um, people have too short of an attention span. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it seems like ages ago that Kid Rock was like, I don't drink Bud Light. Shoots him up. <laughs> Shoots but then, him with a gun. It wasn't ages ago. It was about a month ago that he was seen drinking Bud Light out in public hanging out. Yeah. So he never really gave a fuck. I mean... He just thought, hey, this is a good chance for some clicks. With I my, just think that, like... It's pandering to the base, you know? Yeah. I think this is was crazy in the first place. Um, I think that that it's pretty. We have like some real disgusting part of our culture that's so scared of um, yeah. LGBTQ people, especially trans people, and and drag performers. Yeah, that we think that that's like the big issue in our world. Like we're watching genocides happen. We're watching school shootings and mall shootings we're watching people starve and yeah. we're, you know all these actually bad things and like we're like the moral fabric of society is breaking down blah 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 blah. don't drink bud light i should have drank more bud light but now i want to drink less because i don't like ufc wow what a roller coaster for you mm-hmm. i mean so here's the thing kid rock shooting the the cans was the equivalent of lizzo doing a twerking video you just got to feed the brand it's okay. the equivalent of Mark Ruffalo during COVID singing, Imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> and then it goes to Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Even if you tried. I think, okay. I that's, think I'm being, just all on brand. I you just got to do this shitty social media thing. I think I'm being a hypocrite, though, because I did say I want to drink less of it because I don't like UFC. And that's not fair. Because I just said the opposite was unfair. Oh, yeah. So I don't get to be a hypocrite. So you're just going to ignore it like before. I don't before. want to drink Bud Light because it's bad. Because it's made from like rice or something. Coors Light over Bud Light. Coors Light. 10 out of 10. And now, Modelo. Yeah, Modelo. Yeah. Modelo. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's my they, favorite beer. It's, well, a great, it's a great beer. My favorite. Drink a lot of them beer. Yeah. yeah. We should try. I love it. All right. So yeah. You know, you hey, UFC maybe sucks, but it's it's bringing Bud Light back. I just like that Dana White has to like answer Bud Light questions now, though. Yeah. Like I do find that pretty <laughs> funny. All right, here we go. The big story of the week, though, the Minnesota Vikings mm. looked like they were contenders for a short little window there. 
they were impressive. They were impressive. They were putting on a show. The defense suddenly turned into like a good defense. The offense Fun was good. Fun to beat Kansas City at home and Cousins, then bring some hope to the fucking masses. I think we were like two or three weeks away from Cousins. Is Cousins an MVP candidate discussion? Mm-hmm. And him finishing like fifth. Yeah. Like, I think that's where we were. We were like Dark Horse Cousins MVP talk. Addison looks like a superstar. Everything, Which is still good news. Yeah, yeah. Everything was like fixed. It felt it was like, like clicking. It's like, oh, our defense is like, okay, sometimes. Like, they're holding up. Or like, oh, O-line. Wow, we've really been waiting a long oh, time for this moment. Oh, the O-line is good. And it's good. It's good. It's like, and it will continue yeah. to be good. I think the O line is one of the five best O lines in football. Which is crazy. And I crazy. think the defense is a top half defense yeah. in the league. Unfortunately, we went from a top. Well, he was playing like a top six quarterback. Uh huh. And so let's call him that. And to, now to like the 32nd quarterback. Or right. Something. Like, you know, one that somebody that so wouldn't cousins, start in any other team probably. Takes one would bad he st- step. Would, would, I mean, do any of our guys, like, how about this new guy, Dobbs? He wouldn't start anywhere, would he? Well, he I mean, was he did. starting and started. I so mean, he wh- could start wh- and who bad, would he bad, replace? Bad. Like, who's bad enough out there? I mean, it's hard to remember those names because they're like at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, the problem is there's so many injured quarterbacks right now. I mean, yeah. he would start on a couple teams right now, but okay. I mean, he's he's a he's a probably a, a good backup quarterback okay. is what he is. Well, he's kind of like Gardner Minshew. Okay, he's like that level of quarterback, I think. Okay, so. All right, so here's what happens. Kirk Cousins takes one bad step. This dude who is the most durable quarterback of all time, pretty much, yeah. suddenly is gone in an instant. He tears his Achilles. What a shame. I Out feel for the sick. season, do you feel, feel like? sick. Oh, yeah. I feel sick. Is he going to do the same route as Rodgers did? No, nah, he's just going to get himself ready for free agency. Okay, so he's not trying to like rush any back anytime. I like, think no. Rodgers is no yeah. chance he's coming back. Right, him either. I think it's crazy. I think he's just doing it to stay in the meet the news. Yeah, which but, I know he loves. But here's the thing, Cousins. I feel sick for this guy. Mm-hmm. I do too. This guy is what 35 years old. He's playing the best of his entire career. He has his big moment on the show Quarterback on Netflix, and everybody suddenly is like a a fan of of Cousins, and he's getting um, good press. He's getting good press. He's actually doing like some bigger interviews. Yeah, getting some national. Seems like they like him. He's a leader on the team. You start to hear, and okay, forever it Mm -hmm. was too boring to talk about, and then there was we were winning a little bit, so we had to talk about him nationally. And then they'd say things like, "Well, he doesn't show up in the big games, or he's you know primetime Kirk. Watch out." That kind of went away, and yeah. then now the conversation has been underdog Kirk Cousins, which yeah. I love, um, singing his praises, and then this happens. This sucks. I mean, I just I feel terrible for this dude. This was his big moment, yeah. and it gets just taken away from him in an instant. And this team, I mean, this just takes the wind out of their sails. Now, right. I really wanted us to do one of two things here, okay? Mm-hmm. My number one choice was to just tank. Leave who we got. Start Just leave Jaren who we got. Hall, but I, he sucks yep, I would have started Jaron Hall, and I would have traded Daniel Hunter. Yep, I would have traded as Cleveland. We didn't. Right? No, we I mean, didn't. Okay, I would have just been like, "We're done." Yeah, it's like it's like the famous quote, the offensive coordinator for the Colts. They said, "Why don't you have a better backup quarterback for Peyton Manning in case he gets hurt?" And he said, "If we lose eighteen, we're fucked, and we don't prepare for fucked." <laughs> that's great it's in other words like that, but like, if we lose 18 we're it's only going to win half the rest of our games at uh, best yeah we're, we're done it's we're better sunk. to lose he's the team so yeah. they're, he's just like if he's out the rest of the team doesn't matter and like, the Colts know something about sucking yeah they, so to me I just think like I would have been done if I was the man the owner of the team I would have been done I would have yeah. said 
season's over. The fans will understand. We were we were hot as a pistol when yeah. he went out, and now like it's over, and yeah. we're gonna go get a quarterback in the draft. I hate what they did. Yeah, they did the middle, the middle path because which I think the other answer was him in the middle, which I think is the, what the problem has been. Yeah, I think the other path was go get the best quarterback that you could, and I think that probably would have been Kyler Murray. And you think we could have gotten Kyler Murray, but we didn't want to um, give up. I don't know. I don't know. They the the Cardinals seem to think that no, Kyler Murray was not available at any point. But I just assume they want the number one pick. He's coming back. It's just a weird situation there. He doesn't have a very great contract, mm-hmm. but he is only twenty six years old, yeah. and his most comparable stats are to Jalen Hurst. Hurts. Yeah. And and I just think that like in the right situation, he could be a superstar still. And I just think like. He's in the worst franchise, the Cardinals. Yeah. And we're like one of the best franchises. And I, I'm i not being a homer. I mean, I think like our just, facilities, yeah. our ownership, our stability, by everything. Statistics by paper, yeah. by home win percentage. It's, by a, all it's these just a great, measures, it's a great yeah. place to play, even though we never win Ranking the big ones. Ranking the stadium and everything. Yeah. Just right. it's a good, it's a good organization that cares about their players and cares about putting a good Apparently product they, out there. They care about putting a good product out there. Um, yeah. Even if it means that we put the same product out next year and probably the same product out year after that so so Dobbs comes in he'll be the quarterback because Jaron Hall is going to be awful mm-hmm. he's going to be unplayable but bad okay and Dobbs is supposed to be like a rocket scientist oh so you're going to learn the offense so he's really going to like learn really Where'd he quickly go to, did he go to Harvard or Stanford or some shit no he went to Tennessee uh yeah but he's a great athlete he's an incredible athlete he's a good runner he's just he's just not that good though okay so he, we probably will still lose more than we win but like we might be a pretty good roster, so I think we he might sneak a few extra wins in there for us. Yeah. This team's gonna win like eight games. And it's gonna be right sickening. Where to be you eight love and nine. to be, dude. So I had to <laughs> I had to do a case study on the Wilfs as owners, okay? Okay. Because we love the so Wilfs and Well, I mean, you certainly do. I have You have yeah. said you think they're one of the best owners in sports. Yeah. You think that they make decisions for the fans generally, for the, yeah. the best, you know, betterment of the team. But I'm decent, starting to decent, think like front office decisions. Yeah, you know, I think that they are patient, and I think that's what's good about them. Yeah, but I think they also are have a real aversion to ever being bad. Like I think that yeah. they are just like we're going to go for it at all times, even yeah. if that's stupid. And I think that's their downfall. So here's the deal with the Wolves: they've been the owners for 18 seasons now. Okay, I'm sorry, 18 drafts. This is their 19th season. Okay. And in those 18 drafts, we've had multiple first-round picks in a few of those drafts, but our own first-round pick, where it fell between 1 and 32, mm-hmm. the average position that we've had since the Wilfs have been there, 18 drafts, is the 17.1 pick yeah. out of 32. So, so 16 and 17 are the two middle picks, and we yeah, average the 17th pick. But, I mean, that sounds really bad. I would guess I would want to see what the, like... Um, standard deviation is right yeah. for the other teams. Like, if in that many years, eighteen years, are I mean, most there's teams definitely kind of averaging teams the middle, whose averages ten, and there's definitely yes. teams who averages in the twenties. But I bet those teams that average ten are like Bad the teams. Browns or the Bucks, the which Lions. did win one, but the Lions, yeah, you know, and that sucks too. Oh, it does um, suck. But I just think that like you just had... feel like that really represents that we've been this average team that never really makes it. So I thought we've had all this playoff success, but in their eighteen years. We've won three playoff games. Mm-hmm. So we average winning one playoff game every six years. And that's not many. It's the fewest, I think, in the NFL other than like one other team. Yeah. We never win in the playoffs. Yep. We never make yeah, deep that's... runs anywhere. 
and we never have high draft picks. We've taken two swings at quarterbacks. We had with the 12th pick in the draft, we took Christian Ponder. Yep. And with the 32nd pick in the draft, we took Teddy Bridgewater. Both of them, I would say, were busts. Yeah. I mean, even if Teddy hadn't gotten hurt, we knew his his ceiling was whatever and He's and, healthy now and still not great. And, and so to me, like, I get it. I understand our I understand our fans are passionate. And, like, in the moment, everyone wants to, like, well, let's keep trying to win. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know with all certainty. I mean, I will I will get a, oh. a Ziggy Wilf tattoo. A his, big, a large, a large Ziggy Wilf face tattoo. Oh, my God. His large. face on your face? Um, I'll do it on my forearm. Okay. So it's like visible if I have a t-shirt on. Holy shit. Like All large. Right. All right. Big like stakes a large are massive. Ziggy tattoo. Okay. Okay. If they win if. the Super Bowl this year. That's how okay. confident I am that they won't. I'll right. get a, I'll get a Mark Wolf on my other arm. Okay. I'll do both Wolves. I Mark love and Ziggy it. on both arms because I'm positive that this but team they would kind of deserve it. You could actually be able to do it unironically at that point. <laughs> I mean, you'd be I, like, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. I'm, I love them. They're the best owners ever. <laughs> I, I just think I that, was like, dead wrong. To Zap me, me up. there's no chance in hell that this team can win the Super Bowl. And so I just think like at some well, point you have to you have to like figure out the quarterback position. And if there's one team that never figures out the quarterback position, like long term it's the vikings yeah i i looked through every draft pick that we've ever had at quarterback okay and the three best quarterbacks we've ever drafted fran tarkington the first one we ever drafted all-time great nailed it 1961 like one of the great quarterbacks ever since then the two best quarterbacks we've drafted are tommy kramer who was like a long-time viking starter like he was like an average starting quarterback yeah long-time viking starting quarterback but wasn't like a superstar did we draft culpepper and then Dante Culpepper okay. is the other one. All right. That's the three. But that's that's a long but period of time that's for that in to be it. 60 plus years. Yeah. And, and like, I'm sorry, but like Fran Tarkington was like the first draft we ever had or maybe the second draft we ever had. Mm-hmm. And then since then, the best guy we had was Dante Culpepper. I mean, he's distant from a Hall of Famer. For sure. He had an MVP season, but his career was pretty short. Yeah. You and would think that in, in this amount of time, we would have produced one Hall of Fame QB. We have just we have just Tarkington. Yeah. But since then, nothing else. Right. So right, in right. over sixty years, we drafted Dante Culpepper, and so to me, it's like at some point in time when you're the the franchise in all of sports who has now gone the longest without mm-hmm. winning a title. Yeah. With I don't even think we had this on the docket, but Texas wins the World Series. Wins the World Series. Congrats to them. Mm-hmm. Ending the their longest drought as like how long they've been a franchise? Nineteen sixty and five how long months, they've gone without a championship. Five months before the Vikings started. Right. So they now started. officially the pressure is on the Vikings as if it hasn't been building every fucking year. The Vikings are the team in all of US sports that has been the longest without a title. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy. That sucks, dude. That burns. It burns. But and you know, we consider them a good team, don't we? We do we consider them a, a good organization. Uh, a place that the players want to play all the things. I just think like like I I feel like I've done. taken a lot of heat from like my friends and family for being like we should tank, but I just think like we never. Everyone's like, well, it's not guaranteed the quarterback will hit, mm-hmm. but it's just like I would rather spend the next five years being bad and draft five quarterbacks until one is a guy. Yeah. Then then just piddle around with like fucking thirty four year old vets all the time. We're the team that had Randall Cunningham. I'm not saying these guys didn't work out ever. Mm-hmm. We're the team that had Randall Cunningham. We're the team who had Warren Moon. We're the team who had Rich Gannon. We're the team who had Brad Johnson. We're the team that had Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. We're the team who had Sam Bradford. We went out and got Kirk Cousins. 
all we do is go out and get aging veteran quarterbacks. That's all well, we do. If you had some examples of it, I maybe I'd believe you. It's but. just like it's all <laughs> that happens. We just constantly just cycle through. It's just like I feel like what we're gonna do next is we're gonna be like, what if we could get Derek Carr from the Saints? You know, it's just you like know, that's Derek the Carr. kind of team that we are at this point, where it's just like instead of doing it the way that everybody else does yeah. and win Super Bowls. And like, here's the other thing. You know, Matt Stafford might have some miles in the tank here. That's that's how it feels with this team. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been arguing with my brother about this a lot because he's always like, it's not it's not a sure thing. Right. It's not a sure oh, it's thing. It's not a sure thing. Of course it's not. But you have to admit that your chances go up. You're, it's all a percentages game. So here's my thing. All right. You have to either you, you pretty much have to either compile a perfect roster or you have to draft your own franchise quarterback. And the level of franchise quarterback doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be good. So here's the last 20 guys who won the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. Tom Brady, drafted by New England. Tom Brady. Roethlisberger, drafted in the first round by Pittsburgh in the top 10. Uh, Peyton Manning, drafted number one overall by um, Indy. Eli Manning, drafted first round by the Giants, first overall. Uh, Roethlisberger, again, drafted by Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Breeze, free agent, first one. Okay. Um, Rodgers, drafted in the first round by Green Bay. Uh, Eli Manning, drafted first round by the Giants. Joe Flacco, drafted first round by mm. Baltimore. Russell Wilson, drafted in the third round by Seattle. Brady, drafted by New England. Manning was a free agent. Peyton Manning, free agent with the Broncos. Because he switched, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but they knew how special that get was. Yeah. Brady, again, drafted by New England. Then Foles won the title. But if you remember, almost the whole year they had Carson Wentz, who was drafted in the first round. Foles yeah, came in Big Dick Nick came late, and late the in the season. Thing. Yeah. Brady drafted by New England. Mahomes drafted in the first round by Kansas City. Yep. Brady then as a free agent. Right. Stafford as a free agent, two in a row. Then Mahomes drafted in the first round by Kansas City. So that's yep. in the last 20 years. 75% of the teams that won the Super Bowl drafted their quarterback. All right. And so to I me, like that. to I mean, me, I, I, I like just the deep dive think, you've done here. I, I think that like I'm I'm frustrated. Your case. I'm frustrated with the Wolves because it's just like they go out of their way at all times to make sure that there's like a good product on the field. But like I think that Minnesota sports fans, <clears throat> we we'd be cool with a bad product if we believed in the process a little bit. Yeah. And like I don't think we ever even get into the process. There's no process. We we've drafted The process is is maximize everything, get as good as you can at all times. Mortgage the future, we'll figure it out later. <clears throat> and it just it's always the same story with them. And so to me, I'm just a little frustrated because it's just like let us just be bad one time. And like if we blow it and we miss on a franchise quarterback, we'll long for the days of Kirk Cousins. And we thought it was gonna be this season. We started out I know, so bad. I know. I thought it was this year, and now I think it still will be. But it's just like just I, I would bad. rather just burn burn it down with Jaron Hall than yeah. try to bring Dobbs in and sneak into the playoffs as a seven seed. Yeah. Sacrificial yeah. lamb. Yeah. You know, like that sucks. I don't want to go to the playoffs and lose forty two to seven to the 49ers in the first round with Dobbs throwing four picks. Like <laughs> fuck that. I have better things to do. So to me, there is such a thing as a bad football game. I it, I agree. So we didn't trade um, Daniel Hunter, which I think was a big mistake. Okay. Um, but we did uh, trade Ezra Cleveland for a sixth round pick. Yeah, is that a good get? I mean, six. He round. wasn't going to come back next year anyways. Yeah, it's so fine. It's just get what you get. And Reisner's kind of taking his spot now, so it okay. was fine. And then um, you also uh, traded a sixth rounder for Dobbs and a seventh rounder. Okay. And so. Th- Oh, so right. We moved up, or they moved up one, and so pretty much, pretty much, um, giving them we too. pretty much traded Ezra, Ezra Cleveland 
for for Dobbs and a seventh round pick. Okay. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So not a big deal, I guess. Um, but yeah, then the rest of the season, what's going to happen? I think we're going to go seven and ten. If I was being honest, I think we're going to go seven and ten. I think it's going to be pretty painful football. Yeah. The rest of the way, be a lot of losses, but and seven and ten would put us in I don't know tenth ish position in the draft. Mm-hmm. I, That's then, okay. And then I think the Vikings. And then we trade picks and we try to move up. So here's the thing. I do think that this Cousins injury made Cousins coming back more likely. Coming back? Yeah, I do. I think Why? that the chances that Cousins comes back now on a much cheaper deal is and a shorter deal is much higher now. Really? What would be best for Kirk Cousins would be to come back to an offense he already knows on a team that he knows is going to be good and not have to learn a new offense and not have to be in a bad system or anything. He knows that it's a good place here. So I think Cousins' smartest move is to sign a one-year deal with the Vikings for $15 million. Huh. $20 million. I'm, and, I'm making numbers up. $20 And that would be – and we'd still get to draft somebody. Mm-hmm. That would be okay then. I think that's going to happen now. I kind of think you'd Cousins, get the year of him. Because, like, what is Cousins going to do? He's going to come off of his Achilles. He's not getting his big three-year deal that he wanted. You don't think so? No. Yeah, I think he will. Off a, a torn Achilles at 36 years old? Well, I think that's kind of spooky to teams. No yeah. one's going to be, no one's throwing 40 million at that. No, maybe not. I mean, and it's going to be a pay cut. It's a pay cut now. But he's making so much fucking money. So he I knows think, he's, that was his biggest contract he'll ever get. I think that the best thing that can happen to him is that he comes back to Minnesota as, for one year. We draft. Our next guy mm-hmm. sits behind Cousins for the year, and then Cousins has a good year, brings us to the playoffs, and then is able to go get one last contract yeah. when we put our new guy in. I think that's the with, best he'll case. He'll go to the Bears. Yeah, something like that. For a couple years. But yeah, I think like, that's what needs to happen. So I think Cousins coming back now is more likely. Oh, interesting. And then the other pr- thing is is I think that Addison's um, ascension here yes. makes J.J. much less likely to be back. Yeah, like let him just rest longer. No, no, I mean, I think like not back next year on the team. Oh, I think like traded. Oh, and that could be how we move up. Yeah. Well, so I think I think like a trade, like our first round pick, like the tenth pick, and Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. for like the second pick is kind of like Ooh. what I think is going to happen. That'd be very exciting. And then you go get Drake May, your future guy. He sits one year behind Kirk. And then he rattles off a few Super Bowls. It'd and then great. he's just Super Bowl City, you know, <laughs> like just once, guys. We've never drafted a quarterback since 1960. We've never drafted a quarterback ever any season. God, in if you were QC, would you gamble this big? Yeah, especially yeah. when your owners just I would really want every, you to. I would gamble every year until you find your quarterback. I mean, like, I know that there's not. It's that not, is how you keep a job long, long term. I mean, I just think like, like if a couple you draft years a good ago, quarterback, Josh you're probably Rosen keep went, your job for like ten years. Josh Rosen went ninth in the draft. Was bad. They had the first pick in the draft the next year. They drafted Kyler Murray. They drafted two quarterbacks in the top ten in two years. They're probably going to draft Caleb Williams in the first round. Or, or Drake May in the first round this year. Mm-hmm. We've never drafted a quarterback in the top 10. They're going to have done it five times and three times in five years. Like, and they stink. Sometimes you just have to keep doing it until you get it right. Yeah. Well, let's let's do it once and see if we can get it right. Yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, Falcons game this week. Boy, oh boy. Uh, Heineke versus uh, Jaron Hall. I think we lose. Ooh. I think we lose this game. <laughs> yeah. In an yeah, ugly, uh, ugly game. Like, like. So um, is it here? No, it's at Falcons. It's at I think we Atlanta. I think we lose like seventeen to ten. Oh no, we're gonna win this game. Um, it's Ugh. gonna be we're gonna win twenty eight to. You think Jaron Hall is gonna yeah. with no Justin Jefferson is just gonna light up the Falcons? That's what I. That's what I think because I just want 
all the fans to get in a tizzy about it, and then you're going to be so pissed. It's going to be hilarious. I mean, the best thing that could ever happen is Jaron Hall is the guy, but, but I like, just, I he's going to like not. make a he's going to suck, but make a couple flashy plays, and we're going to somehow win maybe a couple turnovers, and and then. You're going to see that he actually does suck, but the crowd and the fan base <laughs> is going to be like, he's the guy. He could be the guy. And then oh. you're going to have to spend all week being like, dude, he's not the guy. Yeah. That's my dream. Okay. So, yeah, what I say? 27-21, Vikes win. I think we're going to lose 17-10. All okay. right, so let's move on to the Timberwolves. Hey, yo, we're right, back. So the Timberwolves are back. They, they're 2-2. Two 2-2. And two. Two and two. This is a tale of two teams. Tale of Twin City teams. Yeah, something I can work with that. They have um, played two completely different sometimes sets of games. two teams in the same game. Very inconsistent. Yeah. So far. Which I know. it's early in the season. That's okay. It is. But it just feel like it feels like last year. It feels like you gotta start looking at our guy Finch to figure this out. His seat should be hot. I think so too. If if, you know, we end up I would say if our record is something like ten and twenty that could be time for him to go. Like, that would be abysmal. I think if he's 15 and 15, I'd be putting the pressure on him. I'm not yeah. saying fire him then, but I'd be kind of like, dude, it's got to turn around now. Like, yep. we don't have time to be an average team. We're right. not an average team. We have all this money, and they, they put more money in this Players last week. Players peaking all at the, 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 kind of the right time now, coming together. While we were away in Europe, yeah. uh, they signed um, Jaden McDaniels. Which we love. Five years, $136 million. Huge contract. Big deal for him. That's great. In five years, that's really nice because he's just like always going to be a very solid player. You know, he just has his fundamentals are just worth it. He's that like amount. a perfect number three guy on a team, I yeah. think. Like yeah. he's he's still young. He's so long. He can he completely took um, uh, what's the guard for for De- Denver? Murray. You think I'm going to Murray. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took Murray out of that game. Yeah, completely totally. erased a point just guard. Had, like one of the worst games I've ever seen from him. He he just is such a maniac out there defensively. Like he's such a problem. He can guard every position. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I love this deal. And to me, like my take from the first four games is even though he's a talented player mm-hmm. and even though he's put up some good games, Towns' days in Minnesota are numbered mm-hmm. there is smoke when charles barkley is talking about towns trades <laughs> i think that there's some real smoke and i think that that, that must that's okay though like oh. i think we can be good without him i think we can oh and we he, can get some cool things back yeah, i mean yeah, i don't, don't want to undervalue him because no, but you, some team is going to be lucky to have him he's going to help some team a lot i think i think that like if you could bring some pieces that maybe fit this roster better than he does yeah then we might be in a better place because we still can't quite figure out what to do in the lane when they're all playing together. We have um, we have um, three big men that are all kind of centers, mm-hmm. and they all need to like play together, but it doesn't really fit. Yeah, and so to me, I just think there's kind of a log jam there, and I think like they'd love to move Gobert, I'm sure, but that's not realistic. We're too deep in there; he's not worth as much. Yeah, and yeah. so I think Towns is the piece that makes the most sense to move. The, the smoke with the Knicks and Towns just will not go away. Right. And so I just wanted to... And we're not getting Brunson, so... Uh, Are we? No. 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 I mean, it would be like R.J. Barrett yeah. and Mitchell Robinson and someone else. I don't know. Maybe some couple picks. picks. I, yeah, yeah, some picks. I don't know. Nice I, don't, I don't know exactly what it would be. Quickly... I You know, I really don't want picks because I feel like we are close. We are ready. We're already a young team. But, and, but the and thing our is young picks, core is coming up right is at that the same you time. can also yes, then know, go yeah. flip those instantly like for more. Yeah. So I get you know, that part, but I just think they give the more that they could get, like I just I, I don't think Towns is here 
I'm not sure Durant fits on the Suns. Maybe he's got to come over. I, I just then don't... you get then you get Cat and and Booker playing together. Suns are are blowing games. I, I, and my favorite is the Grizzlies blowing games. Yeah, yeah. they're well, they're not going to win a lot until John Moran comes back. Great, they're zero and five, so that's but yeah. I, I just think that like this team, this Wolves team, I I, I don't know. It reminds me of last year right now, mm-hmm. and I'm, that kind of sucks because last year they were super inconsistent and like it yeah. just never fit. And so I'm not saying that's how it's going to be. But I just was hoping that the beginning of the season was going to feel a little more coherent. Yeah, like there was a it's little been a more little of a disappointing. Plan. This, I mean, I only got to watch one game so far. I was yeah. in. They block everything out for. And that was a great game for you to watch. Uh, yeah, they come back and be like, sit down. I yeah. was excited. First, my first game of the year, and they really just laid it on Denver. Denver, they shut them down defensively, like you said. Uh, you know, Mitchell did nothing. Um, they shot like shit, and we played pretty well. I mean, not stellar offensively, but everybody played well it was good game. Just, we, got, we got to you know against the nuggets at home we got to put in like backup guys and and rest our starters so i think That's that nice. like we have we have a lot of the pieces that are kind of set on like a good team right dude and so, i love Nas. he is worth every fucking penny god damn is he good yeah so i think like how That's he, another reason why cat might be able to go i think Nas so is like fucking legit dude he's, yeah, he's a starter. Good. so i think like to me on this roster right now you have you have your superstar in Anthony Edwards. I'm not saying he's quite there yet, but that's what he is. Mm-hmm. You have your third guy, who's your defensive stopper guy in Jade McDaniels. Mm-hmm. You have your uh, that just yeah, does their guy Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like your four. You have a he vet. Just, you have a good is. vet in um, Connolly. Connolly's been good. Very. And then good. you have uh, a couple good bench pieces, and then you have like your your kind of like sixth man energy dude. Who can score and can you know harm people in the second unit? Nikolai? In, I think in Nas. Oh yeah, Nas. Okay, he's been eating up second units. Oh, yeah, all he's... year, putting up sixteen a game right now, which mm-hmm. has been awesome. Yep. And then you're just kind of missing like a piece that fits a little better with Ant than and everyone than Towns. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna give it a chance this year. I think that if we're good, there's no way they're gonna like change it. But I think if like if things aren't going well. And it's yeah. January. I think that's what to watch for because there's just too much invested in this team. There's too much invested in some of these young pieces. Uh, you know, a core of Jaden and Ant plus one other dude. Can't be wasted. It, it can't be wasted. You're right. It yeah. just can't. They're too good and too young to mess it up. And the rest of the roster feels good. Yeah. I'm really happy with the team. Yeah. Um, just frustrating to see them sort of disappear for long stretches and get so discombobulated. Yeah. It, you do have to look at the coach a little bit and be like, can't you fucking shake them out of this right now? <laughs> like, I don't know, play entirely different new combinations until they figure it out because this isn't working. They just go long stretches without making any changes, and I don't like that. So speaking of teams that made changes, mm. uh, the Clippers brought in James Harden. <laughs> This, it's like the island of washed up toys over there, dude. James Harden joins Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. And they're like, look out for the scary new... And I'm like, those those are famous faces, man. I promise you This is like they when will I, not This is like when series. I was first starting fantasy and I didn't really know all the rosters. And then like for years later, I would keep drafting Frank Gore. Because I'm like, yeah, that guy's a fucking stud. I can't believe he's so available. <laughs> <laughs> like Frank Gore... Uh, you know, way past his prime. I, I think that seeing. that whole team. There's no way that they one all four of them. This will is what not the LA be. teams like to do. I think they just want to have big names in their arenas yeah. because LA's you know does so the, the same thing. The big thing is is that the Clippers are opening a new arena, and okay. they need to sell tickets. 
Yeah. And the Lakers will always be the, the number one show. Yeah. And so... So they're not sharing an arena anymore. Now there's no. going to be staples and something else. So they're huh? desperately trying to make sure that they can sell tickets. Pornhub.com arena, yeah, dude. Yeah, and they're Hell trying yeah. their hardest to bring in... <laughs> Onlyfans.com. Anything that they can, and that's what James Harden is at this point, and he's super washed. He's washed. He's annoying. He's going to get angry within a month. He's just a disaster. He's probably already pissed about something. Like they didn't send the right limo to him, so he like left, stormed off, and went to the strip club instead. Like he's a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, I'm happy not to have him on the team. But yeah, I'm not too worried about the Clippers. Um, you know, the Nuggets. We we certainly handled them. We're a fully healthy team, but eh, they're pretty fucking good. So they're gonna take care of business. But yeah, we'll see. I'd say like next week when we check in. We can do like a little roundabout in the West. Be like, all right, let's take some stock here. Yeah, not afraid of the Grizzlies, which is nice. I'm not really afraid of anyone. Maybe afraid of the Spurs a little bit though. Like we didn't uh, count on the Spurs being this far. I yet. think they're bad. Yeah, I think they're bad. They're bad. But, but Wemby, Wemby is a fucking whoa, problem. He is fun. Yeah, he's fun. He's and he, what a positive for the league. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a good interview. Him coming out as, as Slenderman. Like, uh, was yeah. so good. I love him. All of his interviews are good. This dude is so polished for what do you, you know him know. coming over to a new country. This guy is was he's a, gonna help basketball internationally. He in is a big way. ready to be a superstar. Well, I was in France. Yeah, and I saw Spurs stuff. Really? I'm like okay. Oh, that's just they won the lottery there. Yeah. That was like probably the best draft you could have won since LeBron. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mean, I mean, and and by the way, uh, just a quick note on LeBron. Still putting up thirty five. So fucking good. I, I'm I I can't believe he can jump out of the gym. It's just awesome to see. Oh, he's very happy he's about it. The coolest. He's so cool. There's nothing like everyone should enjoy. Anyone who is a LeBron hater, get over yourself. Enjoy the rest of this dude's career. This dude has been nothing but entertainment. Every year could be his last, and so you got to pay attention. Yeah, he's been a joy. So so basketball's back. Okay, and yeah. I'm loving it. I can't wait. Basketball. We're going on Saturday. But this, gonna go to the yeah. Dome see beat the, beat the Jazz. Should be fun. Um, Basketball's only problem Tyler is Winterfell is that they have to just like they have to just like um, wait for football to be over to really get to attention. really get going. Right yeah. now, it's almost like the preseason lasts for like two months. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, are we good on basketball? I have a yeah. quick segment I'd like to do with you. Okay. Well, let's, let's just can we just finish up with the the wild really fast? Oh, let's knock out and the wild, we'll, and then we'll go into that. Yeah, that sounds good, buddy. Okay, so the wild, um, they are bad. Okay, so they're just bad. Yeah, yeah, they're like gonna compete because they're like a good franchise. But um, as as uh, Bill Guerin said, uh, Everson is coaching, um with a hand tied behind his back. Mm-hmm. They're 15 million down because of Parisian Suter. We've talked about it a million times. And then he's been missing Spurgeon and Boldy. That's 30 million of payroll that they're not playing <laughs> with right now. They have so little money that they can't even call up their better best players on their minors team. Cause they can't afford to pay them. Cause they can't afford it to stay under the cap, bringing up minor league players. This team stinks. They're getting awful goaltending. They're the worst special teams team. So like, power play and penalty kill team in the league right now that sucks they're getting like the That's worst goal that makes in the, the league. games hard to watch i think when you know the power play is going to kill you and you're not going to score on them and then the biggest bummer of everything is that kaprizov has been bad that's that's concerning so is he just the whole team's just not there and so he's not i mean what's going on i don't know he hasn't been good since the playoffs last year when he was bad 
He got hurt in March. He hasn't been bad, good since March. Oh, God. And he's struggling. He's not creating anything. It doesn't look the same. Um, I think people think the answer is maybe Marco Rossi going up and playing with him as his center. But I don't know. He's He looks a little concerning. Okay. Um, well, I, think, I don't like to hear that. I think that, again, uh, like this wild team, I really believe in them. I think that if I had a gun to my head and I had to pick the next Minnesota team to win a title, I would put it on the wild. I think they are just like they're going to be set up to be really good, and I think just as an organization, I think they're they are a really good organization. They have mm-hmm. a great drafting system. They have a great farm system. Their minor league team is always good. Their pro team is good, even though their cap situation is hell. I think they're going to be good, but I think they might be kind of bad this year, mm-hmm. and that will be okay. Right. Like if they could go get the fifth pick in the draft and add another big piece and then they're just biding their time, you know, it just sucks to, to just be pushing everything to the future. But they know that that relief is on its way. They know that they've kind of timed it up. So guys like Faber and Boldy and Kaprizov and, you know, a lot of these guys should be kind of entering their primes where some of the older guys are out of contract aging out and will have a lot of money to go, you know, really go for it. And so... I don't know. I think this might be a lost year unless some things really change because the advanced stats really think that the wild are bad. <laughs> and uh, the record isn't isn't great either, right? So, no, they're yeah. like a little below 500, but like they are like, I think the statisticians in the NHL and the big hockey fans are probably like some of this stuff, some of this data really points to, a big, to, to some real big problems. Okay. All right. Well, there's your update. All right. We want uh, this game now that you have. All right. Well, I just would like to do have a little exercise with you. Um, we're, we're getting a lot of sports all at once right now. The baseball did just end. Yeah. But I, I'm just curious on what you consider to be the best sports days of the year. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to list some out. Okay. And then I want you to to give me some top three action at least. Okay. okay? Yeah. I've already got a couple in my mind. I, but... I bet you do. Um, college football semifinals. Is that in the mix? No. Is that not, even not top for five for you? Okay. No. College basketball final four. No. I bet that doesn't push it for you. I don't care at all. Okay. Can you rank Super Bowl Sunday? That needs to be top five, doesn't I it? I think Super Bowl Sunday is in the top five. Yeah. yeah. But it's not even the but, top NFL days. Because you're about to say championship Sunday in NFL. Yeah. I think championship it's Sunday. It's one there. It's like one or I two, three. I think that three. might be the best day in sports. Okay. I well, think well that, let me. I got a couple other ones okay. here. I would consider the first day, first day of March Madness to be super duper fun. Like, the bracket's going crazy. I know everyone thinks that, and so I'm cool with it being on the list, but I personally I don't got care. One, I got one for you specifically that yeah. I think you're going to perk up on. Boxing Day. I like Boxing Day a lot, yeah. Could that be top five? Yeah, probably. It's a great day. Now, you don't really watch, like, the Masters Sunday, do you? No. Okay. And you don't watch, like, Wimbledon tennis? No. We don't watch NASCAR. We don't Hell watch no. these indie fucking bullshit. No. So, but I think I, it comes down to... I think the other one to... is the NFL Draft. Is a big one. Yeah. Really like the NFL draft. Um, I like NBA Christmas, but like no one's really going to consider that. I mean, on Christmas, you get a little bit of action. I I think that the most fun day in the NBA, and this is a real nerdy take, but I think the most fun day in the NBA is the start of free agency. Yeah. Best free agency. Yeah. NBA free agency is is reality television. It's fucking unreal. And you love Twitter. And so your your Twitter's blowing up. That's like the the best Twitter day. Yeah. (laughs) That's a big Twitter. That's the best Twitter day of the year. (laughs) I don't even have Twitter, so I just wait for your screenshots to come through. NBA free agency is crazy. I would say my my personal favorite day is, is championship. Day, Who's going to go to the Super Sunday. Bowl? You Who get the best games. You get, two, you get two in one day. It's a 
it's a hugely important I would game. say that those games are usually more fun and more competitive and and feel more authentic than the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like I like the Super Bowl a lot. But they're the actual Super Bowl games too. They're not is, slowed down so much. Oh, the Super like, Bowl yeah. is an extravaganza and it's like almost like tiring to watch. Yeah. Well, like, and you know, there's all this like expectation of where you're going to go and why are you going to make food are you going to not make food are you yeah is you know all this stuff Everyone, and, then, and, and it's and like then just pure like, football on the for championship like 20 straight years we've been talking about the commercials like they're still good yeah they're not good they haven't been good in 20 years uh, like they used to be funny in like the Bud 90s Lights frogs yeah like maybe? the, old, the what's like, up yeah. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah, all that stuff was, like, back when we didn't have the internet, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... We've seen everything funny already, dude. Yeah, like... Good I, luck, writers. Honestly, like, like to me, if I was a company, like, I'm not even kidding you. This would be my ad, right? Yeah. I'd take out, like, a $20 million ad that was an entire commercial break, right? Mm-hmm. Three minutes. And we're like, give me a company. Uh, this is going to be Google. We're Google, okay? Yeah. And we're like, um, come to Google for the best and funniest things that happened this year. Here's an example. And then it's just like two and a half straight minutes of the funniest gifts and memes of the year. Okay. And the most amazing videos. And it's like the recap goes and month by month. And it's a recap. Month. Boom, 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 boom. This was so funny. This was so heartwarming. It's got the police officer that did the oh, train yeah. in Tennessee. You it's got, got the, the police officer who went down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. You know, it's Keep got, it a little lighter. I like Yeah, that. it's just like a lot of funny things. It's like little clips that went viral. That's what my whole ad would be. Because yeah. you want to know why? That's what people are inter- entertained by now. I'm not right. entertained by like some bad commercial. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't think of one. I can't think of Because you can't think of the bad ones. That's They're the like, That's oh, man, this kid ate Doritos in a box, and we thought it was a time machine, and an old guy came out or something. And I was like, huh Yeah, that's what you got? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Not entertaining, see? Not entertaining. All uh, right. All right, so, yeah, I think I agree, man. I, I'm going to put the, the first noon on NFL Sundays at a very exciting time as well. I would say that the same people who think that these things like are the like there's a group of people who would put um, these together as their favorite days. Okay, they'd put Masters Sunday, Mm -hmm. March Madness Thursday or whatever it is. Same group. And they're the same exact people. Same group. And then they would probably pick the Waste Management Open, (laughs) (laughs) Ryder Cup. And then the rest of the year, all they do is talk talk about um, crypto. <laughs> There's still some value in it. In fact, I've been reading some articles. Yeah, yeah. So Your NFT is worthless. Yeah. So to me, I just think like my favorite days of the year: Championship Sunday, the NFL Draft, and oh, NFL Draft. Yeah, oh, I love the NFL Draft. Yeah. Round one NFL Draft. That. That's that's an electric day. Yeah. And I would say my other one is probably NBA Draft in there. Nah. Uh, it's not as good because they still haven't figured you out. Know. They still haven't figured out that you should just trade guys without having them have to wear the wrong team's hat. <laughs> <laughs> How excited are you to go play for the Spurs? And we already know uh, that the trade are, has happened. Already they already know, know the trade has the happened, but we have to pretend for like twenty four hours. Like, so how stupid are we? Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think you nailed it. I'm pretty happy with your picks. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. So thanks. It's been great. We've been a lot away for too long. Mm-hmm. Hopefully uh, you guys were missing some of our takes. Let us know what we got right and wrong. And uh, we'll be back with another episode this weekend for you guys to listen to. So until then, thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies podcast. <laughs>